You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. I am really excited to to be speaking to you today about um, a topic where I'm going to sort of pull out my little soapbox and step up on it for a little bit and talk to you about the reasons why why people don't succeed in this business. And I've done sort of a spinoff of this in the past, but I really feel like my perspective has changed a little bit. I've been in this business for almost six years. I signed up to be a customer. It was the middle of July, six years ago, that I actually signed up to become a coach. So um, what I'm gonna share with you today is, is some things that I really feel not so much practical, but mindset. There are a lot of things that can hold you back in your business. You can have all of the skill, all of the knowledge, all of the business mindset. You can have experience and you can still fail at building your own entrepreneurial business with any network marketing company. And I'm gonna tell you this, the first thing that people fail with is they fail to have an identified outcome. And so as I was thinking about preparing this, I started to think to myself, all right, you know, when, when I was beginning my physical transformation as a customer, I took that before photo of myself, right? I signed up as a customer with Team Beachbody because I wanted to change. I could not zip my pants. I was still wearing maternity clothes. Six months after I had Bryce, I was I felt absolutely disgusting in everything that I wore. And when I took that before photo, I literally wanted to die. Um, I could not believe that that was me. I couldn't believe that I was that person. I was like, this is not how this is gonna be. I, I had no confidence. I did not feel comfortable with my husband. And so that was a defining moment. The outcome was clear. I wanted to be anything but the person in that before photo. And when I took that picture, I that was it. I was game on. And what does outcome, having a clear outcome means? It means that no matter what happens, you know where you're going and nothing is going to stand in your way. For me, it meant printing off the calendar that went with the Insanity Fitness Program, sticking it on the wall of our storage room in our basement. It meant not saying, oh, I don't have a computer that I, or I don't have a, a TV that I can play these videos on. It was like, let me take my, my computer, my ancient dinosaur Dell computer to the basement. Let me plug it into the wall and push play on my video. It meant that I made it home every stinking day so that I could put the boys down for a nap at two o'clock. I would take that monitor to the basement and I would do my workout. And they may have woke up 10 minutes before the end of my workout and I could hear them maybe starting to whine and rustle, but I my outcome was so clear that I was like, mommy needs this last 10 minutes for herself. I don't care, you can, you can whine a little. Nobody was dying upstairs. I finished the workout. 
And then there were days when people were like, you don't need to put the kids down for a nap. You don't need to work out. Skip that workout. Let's just hang at the pool a little longer. But my outcome was so clear that I was like, no, I will go home. I will do my workout because I want to change more than I want to stay the same. It was very simple things like saying no to the extra drinks on the weekend, passing up the ice cream at Brewster's and going home and making myself cookie dough Greek yogurt. It was that outcome, that visual in my mind of saying, I know that every stinking choice I make is either going to bring me closer or further away to that end result. And I do believe that a lot of times in this business, our outcome isn't clear. Our outcome isn't clear. Why are you doing this business? So then I take this and I flip this and I say, okay, in the business, when I signed up to be a coach, what was my outcome? My outcome was I saw that people were able to create a different life for themselves. I saw that people were able to pay off debt. They were, they were able to take vacations. They were able to, you know, move and, and travel. And for me, it was that, that thought of saying to myself, all right, I see the Disney success club trip. I know that if I help three to five people every single month, I'll earn that trip to Disney. And as a new coach, just starting my business, as a family that was living paycheck to paycheck, that was not allowed to take vacations because we couldn't afford it and we weren't willing to put ourselves in more financial distress to take a family vacation, we had porch vacations, right? We blew up the blow up pool and that's what we did. So for me to say, if I help three to five people every month, I will earn that trip for my family, that was my outcome. It was the visualization of printing off the magic kingdom and putting it on the computer, right? Taping it to the side of my computer, making it my screensaver and saying, do I know what this is going to do for my confidence? If I earn this trip for my family, my husband is going to be proud of me. My kids are going to have a great experience. The look on their faces is going to be priceless to know that I did that because I got laser focused on my business and doing actual activities that move my business forward versus wasting time. I got clear on the outcome. I felt it. I closed my eyes and envisioned what it was going to be like when we walked into Disney and how I was gonna feel, the proud feeling I was gonna feel to know that I created that for my family based on my hard work consistency over time. That outcome, you have to be clear on what you want in this business. Then, here's the thing. You know, you can go through your business and you can literally check off the boxes. I mean, I know some of you, you will say, I, I do my business activities every single day, right? I go in and I do my four vital behaviors and I post on social media three to five times a day and I invite every single day and I follow up and I do my personal development, I do my workout, but you haven't gotten results. You haven't had a physical transformation. You've never sold a challenge pack or you aren't hitting success club every stinking month. You are going through the motions because that's what you believe that you should be doing, but you do not have a belief in what you're actually doing. So you are, you are going through the motions, but nobody believes you because you're not excited about it. You don't see the outcome. You aren't working this business like there is no tomorrow. You're just checking off the boxes. You aren't thinking, how can I be better? How can I get the competitive edge? How can I share and not sell with people? How can I take people on this journey with me? Because the road is gonna get hard and there are gonna be mountains 
that pop up that you aren't expecting. And there are going to be instances where you say to yourself, is this really gonna happen for me? Like, can I really get there? And you have to take a step back and you have to ask yourself, what is my why? What is my why? What is my driving force for building this business? And you have to remember the people's lives on the other end and how you are going to affect them. And that why has to be so powerful and so intense that there is, it doesn't matter how many no's you get, you're going to keep moving forward. And when you have those things identified, and here's a funny story, and I told this at Super Saturday, you know, I I wanted to be the first year that I said I want to be top coach. Um, And I believe, I believe very strongly, and you should write it out, and you should make it public, and, and, and that makes me anxious. That makes me nervous, but I wrote it out. I actually wrote it on my bathroom mirror in lipstick. I wrote, I will be the 2014 top coach of Team Beachbody. And I wrote it in lipstick, and then I freaked out. And I erased it and I tried to get it off. But when you write in lipstick on a bathroom mirror and then you get in the shower and it fogs up, what ends up happening? It pops back out. And every day I would get out of the shower and say, you are going to be the 2015 top coach. And I was like, crap. But it was an affirmation to me. I really wanted that. And every day I would read that affirmation. I would say to yourself, Melanie, you want a different life. You want to take your family on that trip to Disney. You want to pay off those student loans. I would say to myself, you want those things. You want to focus on Elite or Premier because you know it's going to be the vehicle that's going to get you to where you want to go. And I had a why. I knew that Elite meant for me that increased income. I knew that it meant for me people's lives that were going to be changed. There was a strong why so that when the mountain hit and I was hit with an obstacle or something in life that threw me for a loop, I would still wake up every day and say, you know what, maybe I can't give it everything I have, but I'm not just going to go through the motions. I'm not just going to check it off the box. I may only do a few things today, but at least I know that I'm moving my business forward because I know that it is that small, seeming insignificant things done repeatedly over time that are bringing you that success. And then the third thing is massive action, people. It is not once in a while. It is not when you feel like it. It is not pressing play when you have energy. Let's face it, this morning I woke up and it was like I was dragging myself out of that bed. I didn't sleep very good last night even though I tried to go to bed on time. I was restless, I had a headache, I have no energy, and that energized, it didn't even touch my energy level this morning. I had a choice. I could press play, I could push myself through it, or I could make excuses. I press play. It might not have been my best workout. I may have put on the tunes and and really tried to amp myself up and it might not have been perfect, but it was moving in the direction forward, not backwards. I wasn't making excuses. And here's the other thing, massive action with inviting, massive action with adding to your contact list. And here's the thing, you're gonna fail in this process. You are gonna have days where your workout is less than par. You are gonna have days where you get a lot of objections. Failure is a part of the process, but here is the bottom line. You will not fail if you don't try. And you cannot have analysis paralysis where you let, what if they say no, or what if they don't wanna join my team, or what if they think I'm just trying to sell them something, get in your head. You have to say to yourself, I have to put myself out there. I can't prejudge whether or not this person is gonna be interested or not. I need to take that step forward, massively take that step forward and just build those wings on the way down. You know, not saying to myself, all right, 
I should add three to five new people every single day. It's like, no, that's, that's average action. That's average. If you want massive action, 25 people. I mean, I'm just throwing out a number. You decide what that number is for you. What does massive action look like? Look, guys, I didn't start my business with 5,000 friends on Facebook. I didn't start my business getting 100 likes on a picture. I started my business with zero likes. Zero likes for weeks. Zero likes for weeks. Do you know what I did? I took a step back and I said, you know what, Melanie? This is number four. I need to be reflective. I need to be self-aware. I need to realize that the things that I've been doing for two weeks now have not caught momentum. I'm not getting traction. It's not producing conversation. It's not working. So why would I continue to do more of the things that aren't bringing me success? I need to take a step back. I need to reflect on this process and I need to make small little tweaks in the, in the process. And so I began to learn, I went to Google. The greatest tool out there is Google and YouTube. Do you know that everything you need to know about building a business can actually be found online? You know, and I, I listen to Tony Robbins all the time and I went to his Unleash the Power Within and he talked about how at this, at this event, he goes, you know, all of my, all of these talks that I'm doing with you here this weekend can all be found on YouTube. So why do you all come here and pay me to listen to me speak when you can listen to it on YouTube? Because we trust him. We find value in him. We, we believe that, that we are going to learn something different and unique. But the bottom line is I didn't have to pay anything. The go-getters out there are going to learn everything they need to learn. You, you can build a successful business and not have an upline or not have any background. It is all out there. It is literally that people just choose not to do it. They, they think that there's some kind of secret or they're not willing to put in the work doing the research. I go to Google and I Google search, right? How to get more following on Instagram, how to grow, how to gain more traction on Facebook. I realized very quickly that live video was the way to go. I embraced the fact that I needed to make that change and I made that change. I was not afraid of it. I made the choice to go out there and do what I needed to do to move my business forward. You have to be aware. You make the change, it didn't work, you keep going. And then here's the biggest thing. I get so many people and it irks me to no end when people say to me, I'm quitting. And I'm quitting because I tried it all and this doesn't work for me. You know what, Melanie? This business, it works for you. You're real good at this, but it's not my thing. I've tried it all. I've tried everything you've told me and it doesn't work. I've tried hundreds of thousands of different things you've told me and it's just not, I'm throwing in the towel. And I look at people and I say, really? You really tried it all? I want you to list out the hundred things that you've tried that didn't work. And so then people take a step back and they're like, well, huh, all right, let me, let me start writing, you know, okay, maybe not 100, maybe 50, okay, then write down all the 50 things that you actually tried to build your business that didn't work. And they're like, well, okay, maybe not 50, you know, maybe 10. Really? Well, let's talk about it. And before you know it, the light bulb goes off for people. I haven't tried it all. I just gave up before I figured it out. I haven't tried it all. You haven't tried it all. Do you know what you do when something doesn't work? You try again. 
Do you know what you do when somebody quits? You move to the next. Do you know what you do when you try a hundred times and it doesn't work? You try again because it may be the million thing that you try that eventually is the thing that's going to change the game for you. But if you quit, you will never find out. You know, I'm going to tell you guys a little story and, and I talked about this um, on Saturday at Super Saturday. I, I love Tony Robbins. I listen to him all the time. And so he told the story of Rocky. Uh, and how that came to be. Any of Rocky fans out there? Uh, so he told the story of Sylvester Stallone. He actually got the opportunity to personally sit down and interview him. And this is massive action. This is being relentless. This is what you want to envision when you want to quit. I want you to think of the story of Sylvester Stallone. He was, he was born and, and he was extracted with forceps. And that is what created some of the malformations in his body with his head and, and his lip. And, and you know that he talks and it sort of has like that, that side talk, right? You guys know what I'm talking about, right? And so people always, throughout his whole life, he, he was always sort of like put down for that. And he knew at a very young age that he wanted to be a movie star. Not just an actor, but he wanted to be a movie star. And people told him all the time that he would never be a movie star. He would never accomplish that because of the way he looked. He should just get a job, right? And he never wavered. He had this clear visual of what his outcome was going to be. And he went to numerous agents and knocked on doors and was the door was shut in his face. And, and he told Tony Robbins like 14,000 times and, and Tony's like, there's not 14,000 agents. And he's like, no, you're right. It's because I went back two and three and four times. And he said, it was this one day when he sat at an agent's office overnight. The next morning that agent came back and was like, dude, what are you still doing here? And he's like, I want, I want to be in your movie. And this agent was like, all right, come on in. This is how he actually got his first role. And you know what his first role was? They told him that they were going to make him the guy that gets beat up because that's really the only thing he was good at. And, and he was ugly enough to play that part. So they were going to make him the guy that got beat up. And he actually played a couple of roles like that. Now, if that was you, would you go back? Would, would your confidence have been shaken? Absolutely. But he knew what the outcome was. He didn't care. That's like rejection. And it was to the point where he had no money, nothing left. And he would sell things in his house so that him and his wife could eat. And one day he hawked his wife's jewelry. And that was the end of their marriage. They, they ended it, right? He said it was a low point in his life. I never recommend it to anybody, but he was miserable. And, and he needed to eat. So he hawked the jewelry. And then after that, he still couldn't get a part and so what he did was he, he needed to eat and he had a dog and his dog was his best friend. His best friend in his entire life was his dog and he needed to eat. So he sold his dog for $25 at the corner of a liquor store and he sold his dog and he went into a bar and he started watching this fight. And as he's watching this fight, he gets an idea. He goes back to wherever he was staying and he spent 25 some-ish hours writing. And he wrote the entire Rocky, the entire first movie of Rocky. And he knew, he knew he had something amazing and he started going to agents and he started trying to sell, you know, his script. And people kept telling him no, that it was too soft, it was too emotional and he wouldn't be successful. And then one person said, I like it. 
I would give you $125,000 for this script. And he said, to the, he said to the agent, well, under one condition, I, Sylvester Stallone, have to be the starring role in the movie. And the guy was like, absolutely not. We need a star. You are not a star. You are not going to be in this movie. And he said, well, sir, I'm going to decline the offer. I mean, he was starving. And he still declined the offer. So he leaves. They call him back. We will give you $350,000 for your script. And again, he said, sure, if I can be the starring role. And again, they said no. They said no. Why? He had an outcome. He knew that if he sold that script, he wasn't going to get to where he wanted to be. And so at this point, he, he walked away. And about a couple of days later, they call him back and they said, all right, we're going to give you $30,000 for this manuscript and you can have the starring role and stake in this movie because if it goes down, you're going to go down with us. And so what ended up happening is he said, fine, deal, done. <laughs> From $350,000 to $30,000 because he knew the outcome was he wanted to be the star in that movie. And so, you know, Tony says, so what's the next thing you did when you left that day? He goes, I got my dog back. He goes, I wanted my dog. I wanted my best friend. I stood on the corner of that street and, and I waited for three days until that guy walked by and I said, sir, I want to buy my dog back. And he said, no, this is my dog. I, I love this dog. You can't have this dog back. He goes, I will give you $100 for that dog. You paid me $25. i am going to give you 100 No, no, sorry. I like this dog. This is my dog now. He goes, I'm going to give you $500 for that dog. And again, the man says, sir, this is my dog. No, you cannot have it back. And Tony goes, so what did you do? He goes, I knew my outcome. He goes, I paid $15,000 for that dog and I gave that guy a role in my movie and the dog in Rocky is that my dog. Seriously, outcome focused. I will do whatever it takes to get there. Whatever it takes to get there. The outcome is clear. And I think to myself, man, if we all had an ounce of that in our life, how different would it be? And you know, when that movie earned over $200 million and Sylvester Stallone got the, the Oscar for that movie, he stood up on stage and he read, he read all of the things that people said about him, that he would never be an actor, that that movie was soft, that, that it, that it, you know, it, all of the negative things he read back to that audience. Are you keeping track of those things that people are saying about you? Are you using them as your motivation? Because if you don't have that outcome, that clear outcome and that desire and that drive to make a change, you are going to succumb to the mountains and you are going to crumble. You know, one of the things that Sylvester Stallone said, he goes, you know, what? I could have gone and got a job and people encouraged me to get a job while I worked on my movie career. And he said, if I get another job and so many of you might even be at this point where you're like, man, my business isn't taking off as fast as I would like. I'm going to get this part-time job. And you know what's going to happen when you do that? It's going to become easy to become normal. You're going to fall into a pattern and a habit of comfort. You're eventually going to let your dreams fade. And eventually you're going to downplay it. And eventually you're going to quit. And eventually you're going to be one of those people that say it didn't work for you because you just let normal life sort of take over when you were meant to be extraordinary. Guys, 
There's always a way if you're committed and commitment is that fifth thing. You have to be committed no matter what is going to happen. So as you leave here today and you think about, man, what do I need to do? We like to overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Belief. It all starts with belief. If you don't believe that you have the ability to attract the right people, you won't. You can do all of the right behaviors. You can check off the boxes. But if you don't have belief in the business opportunity, belief in the bigger picture, you will not move from this spot. Your belief will be infiltrated into your organization and it will stop you before you ever get started. You have to focus on three things, three things every day that are going to move your business forward massively, massive action, inviting, following up, sharing on social media, your own personal transformation. You want to attract people to you? Are you posting about it every day? Are you sharing your workouts? Are you sharing your recipes? Are you taking people on the journey? Are you being bold? Are you sharing that through social media? Keep your why in front of you. Get a note card. Write it down. Stick it up on your computer screen. Put it on your bathroom mirror. Stick it on the refrigerator. Your outcome should be so laser focused that nothing is going to stop you. And if you take those principles and you put them into action repeatedly over time, not for the next two weeks, do not come back to me and say, Melanie, it didn't work. I want you to say, I will be here for the long haul. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm committed. I'm not wavering. I've seen other people do it. You're no different than me and I will make it happen too. All right, guys. Thank you so much for allowing me to step up onto my own little soapbox and share with you something I'm so powerful uh, or passionate about because I just feel like people give up. They just give up way too soon and it doesn't need to be that way. Feel free to send me messages at mjmitro at gmail.com if you'd like to have other future topics that you'd like me to speak on. Anyways, yes, I love the story of Rocky. It, it's going to stick with me forever. And I can even share that Tony Robbins podcast with you all. But it is, um, it was a game changer for me. And I hope it does the same for you. So I hope to see you guys at Summit or at a future event in the future on stage getting recognized because you focused on the outcome and you didn't give up. See you guys later. Bye, everybody.